The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. I'm Jack Newman. I'm Trevor Flynn. I'm Sarah Becker. I'm Ben Haworth. And I'm Peter Dancy. And welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. How are you guys doing this week? Doing good? Uh, yep, got my wine, got my Christmas sweater. I'm, I'm ready for Christmas. Sweater. Oh my god, it is. It's like next week. I mean, it's still November. It's, still like it's after Thanksgiving, therefore it's Christmas. Today was the first Sunday of Advent, and being a church organist, I got to do two first Sunday of Advent services. So oh I am God. very much in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> All Jesus, the Christmas Sarah, carols. For, it was great. I forget I forget that you're my like favorite like religious Texan lesbian friend. <laughs> like, yes. Like, you have met <laughs> your only religious Texan <laughs> lesbian friend. Like my other lesbian yes, friends. I'm gay, today I live in Texas, crosses. I play the organ at a church. Pick pick your, you know, stereotype that doesn't belong. Okay. <laughs> One of these things is not like the other. I'm sorry. Yes. This sounds terrible. <laughs> um, this was, yeah. This lovely first three minutes of the Movie Gang podcast will not be reflective of the other 57 minutes of this cast, I promise. Or hope. Wow. <laughs> Welcome. This week we will be talking about Moana. Um,. Cool, that sounded like I was introducing something weird. Um, But before we get started, we're going to be talking this week. (laughs) For Trailer Corner, we're going to be talking about another animated movie. A uh, animated uh, trailer to go along with our animated short and our animated movie with our animated cast. Yes, it is. We are very animated. Um, This week we'll be talking about the Cars 3 trailer. You can see it in the uh, show notes now. Uh, This is a uh, weird trailer, actually. (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, one way to put it. This is a... V- yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Ben. Well, I guess I'll say that um, I, I was the one who posted this to our uh, Facebook messages, and I literally posted it, and I'm going to be honest here, that I hadn't watched it yet. So I posted it there, and I posted, next trailer corner, like, as a joke, because, like, ha, 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 Cars 3, right? And then I watched the trailer... <laughs> And it was not what I was expecting. I'm like, okay, now we definitely need to talk about this on Trailer Corner. Uh, this is a very odd trailer. Like I said, just watch it. It's only a minute long. But uh, the basic synopsis is it's in this very grayscale, almost Zack Snyder-esque uh, look. The cars are much more photorealistic, on sort of the cartoon look. We're just watching a race, and you're hearing, like, sort of, McQueen is doing this and that. And then all of a sudden, it slows down, and you see... McQueen tumble in this horrible death spiral and all of his parts are flying off and you just hear like quiet breathing from Owen Wilson it says everything will change cars 3 yeah like and everyone goes yeah like right what like, is this right before, movie like right before that final <laughs> impact like on, on what would essentially be McQueen's face and it's like then it just goes to black and the words come up and you're just like what did I just watch so yeah and you're like didn't cars 2 have like Mater as like a crazy spy yeah they were like they were in fucking Japan that first shot that came up of just the racetrack and the realistic cars you don't see any eyes on them or anything yet he was like, oh, Cars yeah. 3, like as a joke. And then the McQueen line <laughs> happened, and it cut to title, and I just laughed my ass off. It was so- <laughs> I would have paid to see the you look see on your coming. brother's face when that happens. <laughs> Hands to mouth, like eyes wide. What? 
<laughs> Especially oh, since it's gracious. like they're giving it like a Dark Knight trailer with like the yeah. it, it, like it's so sad. And that's the thing I love about like and this is kind of what's sad and kind of what's going to talk in a minute about in Moana. I love like you know Pixar movies tend to be really really happy on the surface but have deep underlying emotional fucking issues that yeah, characters deal good, with. Good so it's like it's like a happy go lucky way of dealing with a terrible terrible truth about the human race. Like and, yeah. and I love that kind of way that Pixar goes about dealing with these things. It's a great way of like, you know, getting parents involved but also being a children's movie. This just looks to be about death. <laughs> like, it's a yeah. Pixar's universe. Yeah, and it's so weird to me because Toy Story is is like the the Toy Story four trailer is this dark and gritty. I wouldn't be that shocked, but like oh, Cars yeah. is like their biggest merchandising vehicle. Like, right, going ah, cars make too. Ah, money. Ah, their biggest Aha! merchandising vehicle. Yes, nice vehicle. Yes, <laughs> well done. That was wow. a great. I don't even think but, uh, you meant to do that, did you, Ben? <laughs> uh, I did. I did. Um, but uh, <laughs> I like dad jokes. Um, but uh, the the movies make decent money, but like. They make about ten billion dollars in merchandising, so it's like kind of crazy that they're taking Wait, are you merchandising me? cash cow. No, yeah, I'm serious. I'm hundred percent. No, yeah, yeah. Oh this is God. like this is like the Disney Universe thing of the princesses. Like the reason we got so many cards, even though it's their most uh, critically panned movie, is because like you know talk, talk about Wally merchandising. No, no one talks about Wally merchandising. No one gives a shit. <laughs> right. It's cars. How many in the kids universe. with cars yeah. shirts have you seen? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That I get like more of a shit about Wally than I do about cars. I'm just gonna throw that out. There. Yes, but you do. You're not yeah. a ten year old. <laughs> right. I realize yeah. yes, that yes. it's gonna go vroom vroom and drive around <laughs> yes, the living room. This is true. And, yeah. At heart she is, yes. <laughs> what was that <laughs> He says at heart you, you are. are. <laughs> 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 Trying to make it better, Trevor. <laughs> no, I'll so I be honest. Yeah, the, the I, I wish is... I had more Hot Wheels toys as a kid. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah, it is it no, is it is probably cool. something that's Christmas. Oh my god, we should all get our Hot Wheels. Let's just send her a shit ton. Oh my god, yeah. guys! I have, like the really good in-depth ones. <laughs> I have like really a bin sweet. of them somewhere at like my parents' house because like they were like, he'll be a race car driver when he grows up. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> no. I work with dolls for a living. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> oh. I don't know. I like my dolls. They're funny. They're pretty. <laughs> You have, like, cool medical dolls. I know, yeah. but I still dress them up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Not even joking. Not even joking. We dress them up all the time as, like, different sort of things. I have a fat suit for one of them. Oh, my God, it's great. <laughs> we no, have this one where no, we this play. No, this is an indie movie pitch now. Now we know, like, what Jack is really <laughs> oh, doing when he says he's oh, working yeah. white. <laughs> and, like, a, a remake, yeah. like, a shot-for-shot shot remake of Mannequin, the movie. <laughs> oh, Lord. Except it's some like Jack and the Real Girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's so creepy. All right, I it's time to, to move on. Yeah. Okay. Well, well I, before we move on, just real quick, do you guys think that the movie will actually be this dark, no. or is it a, a marketing stunt? Marketing? It's, no. It, no, yeah, totally, yeah, totally marketing stunt. I, mean, I don't I mean, even. I mean, yeah, because like, because they they are they already have like I guess synopsis of, of what the film is going to be about posted, and like it, the movie the movie is essentially McQueen McQueen is too old. There's 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 super there's super high speed cars like surrounding him in, in, in the industry. And he and it's like and it's like uh, it's like uh, a mechanic who a mechanic she's going to help him like rebuild himself and, and, and come back to see like you know why if is he really made of sterner stuff for the for this new age of racing like that like, that's right. he probably be won't be because yeah. like that's the Pixar pull yeah out the rug moment yeah. oh yeah. Okay. Because he has to lose. I mean, he has to, like, the thing about, like, Toy Story is that they essentially go, like, they're dead and going to heaven, theoretically, and being reincarnated is the whole 
is the whole pull of that story. So like, yeah, they go to hell. Yeah, they, they literally do, go they, to hell. Woody <laughs> goes to dark. hell. <laughs> it's literally that literally happened. So I mean, it, I remember uh, once someone was asked because I'm not as big as fan of Toy Story three, and someone was like, "Well, would you have been happier if they all died at the end of that?" Yes. Furnace? And I was like. Yes. 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 I yes. Would. Yes. I would. <laughs> I, I, I would. Really would. I would actually be super happy. It'd oh, be a ben, terrible fucking kids. <laughs> It'd be a terrible fucking kids movie though. Like it would be. Oh yeah. It would be, be horrible. It would be awful. <laughs> it's just like these. You know these movie characters that you've been loving over like you know like ten years of these three tr- of this trilogy. Fuck you. <laughs> it's just like they no, all die horribly crushed and burned to death. Like. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> oh yeah, what have spared us Toy Story for? Uh, That's it, are we actually? Is that happening? Yeah, it's happening. Yeah, it's a yes. thing. It's a thing. Oh, God damn it! Yep. <laughs> Let's get onto the thing so I can tell you about my my, uh, my Disney vampiric uh, theory and my Disney animation vampire theory. Um, I, I agree with your theory. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> we both sure know what's happening. Before, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not a it's not a Jack specific theory. It's pretty it's pretty fucking apparent. Um, but moving on to the Disney short. Oh God, I got a burp. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. Cool. Moving on to the Disney <laughs> short film Inner Workings that preceded Moana. What did you guys think of this? I thought it was, thought it was really mean, it was predictable like... but really cute. Yeah, was, I like the uh, the sort of more unique animation style. That's what I more appreciated. Like they had a very unique way of drawing people and a very unique way of like uh, sort of experimenting with movement. Yeah. And I think that was the part that it made me enjoy, even if it's a very simple kind of trailer. Yeah, it was too I depressing, think... and the ending did not help me be undepressed after it depressed me. <laughs> Dancing at your soulless job doesn't make you feel better. No. <laughs> yeah, not really. <laughs> that was sad. I mean, as as a desk writer, I was kind of sitting there like, don't make. I kind of enjoy my job sometimes. I take simple pleasure in it. It doesn't matter that I just like I'm rep- I'm a repetitive drone. I don't know. Sometimes well, I that see is the these point things. Of it, I guess. Ah, right. I know. I well, that that yeah, that's when you know when you're adult. I remember my my ex who was like a vet tech. She's like, you know, I just love a desk job. I would love to just sit down <laughs> and make money so and go home all day. It's so good. And <laughs> sometimes I just like people. I like tell people I'm doing work, and then I just like go on Reddit. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> my goodness. Yeah. You, have you, Jack, have you done the Reddit that looks like a Word document? Oh, yeah. Or yeah, like yeah, yeah. That thing's brilliant. Amazing. That thing's brilliant. <laughs> and I'm just typing away, and my boss comes up behind me and literally watches me work, and she's like, you have your head to the grindstone. You are great. <laughs> no, this never actually happened. Just, Eileen, this doesn't actually happen. I promise. I work really hard. I'm editing. You know what my editing software looks like. I'm always doing it. Eileen, uh, Andrea, Stacy, please don't eat my soul. <laughs> is, is your ass getting warm, Jack? Because it sounds like it's, it's very well like, covered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I work very hard. You all know it's our new initiative. It's going to be great. Love you. <laughs> no, I thought it was uh, probably one of the more adult moments in the theater, um, as far as appealing to the adult audience. Can I? Um, can I just be honest too? I, for me, the excuse of a short film sometimes, and what I find, and most recently with the one with the birds, I forget what it's called, but the last uh, Pixar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Piper. It the, was really cute. The animation on that was so good. So mm-hmm. good. And usually for me, the excuse of these things is not to run something out very cheaply. This looked like this was a lot cheaper than what I'm used to 
and kind of non. I think it was more just to do something fun than to do something like revolutionary tech wise, which is usually the Pixar shorts. Which is what I kind of want from something like this. I want if like if you're gonna give me like a two minutes, you're gonna give me like two to five polished minutes. I want it to be polished as fuck, and I think that's the thing that annoys me. And again, but in fairness, I don't have the film. The film that it preceded had incredible water physics which we'll talk about later so the fact that they spent all of their animation time and budget on that i'm okay with a less well animated uh, short i don't know i think it should stand on its own i mean it's two different teams it's two different projects yeah it's 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 not not, they don't have resources to commit to both yeah this is this is fucking disney like (laughs) like there's no excuse that there's no excuse that the small, tiny Pixar has to push the boundaries of animation as opposed to Disney. Like, right. Disney should Disney should be able to field a team maybe ten times as large to do their short projects and not even sweat the budget on that. Yeah. In fact, I think they just have to do it from, like, a cost basis of, like, running a company. Like, I bet their team is just that big anyways. Like, they have more time and drone work to put into this. If they really wanted to, they could. I think that's my thing is that they there's this feeling that Disney doesn't have to shoot the the moon. And I kind of it's kind of it felt like a retread I'm, of the short animation that inspired Inside Out, um, the classic Disney cartoon that inspired that feature length film combined with uh, like Charlie Chaplin, Modern Times kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, no, I like I like it. Here's the thing, and this is going to be Mo- Moana too for me. Um, the comparison of Disney and Pixar and the relationship that's happening there is in the back of my mind. I have no complaint with either this short or this movie. They're both great, you know. They're both great. I like them. I just like <coughs> for me, like it. It feels like Disney has sunk its fangs into Pixar, and it's pumping up. And, and this is the thing. It's it's really it's really great that they've gone in a direction, and they're like they're looking at women, and they're actually like focusing on that market and pushing it forward in a revolutionary manner. That's amazing. The same time, like you know, they're making seven and eight movies, and I feel like they're draining the life out of Pixar to do it. And we're not getting like the nines and possible tens of like you know the perfect first run of Pixar. Which is kind of my my whole point. My theory is that like, and maybe this maybe that was like the, you know the the Toy Story one through Wall-E was kind of the lightning in the bottle of the Pixar company that maybe maybe even if Disney hadn't gotten into Pixar may not have happened again. Like you know it's it's one thing to assume that you know Finding Nemo and 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 Wall-E and and Toy Story were going to happen again and they weren't going to go the Cars two and Cars three route. But it does feel like it, it's hurried that destruction at that studio along at the expense of getting some pretty good Disney movies. Does that, does that make sense? Well, I definitely think that you, there's just no way you look at something like Piper, which has incredible water physics. Exactly. And then watch something like Moana, which has incredible water physics and think that those Where teams did, never talk to each other. Yeah, you no. Know. There's, 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 there's clearly cross-pollination. Clearly they're dragging some of the better talent out of it. Clearly, clearly this is happening and it's just kind of, it's not, I guess, yeah, I think it is, a, you know, I'm upset about it. I'm upset about it. <laughs> well, I understand because like after Good Dinosaur, we have five films and four of them are sequels. You know exactly. I mean? <clears throat> For Pixar. And so I do feel like. And I don't know if that's Pixar or Disney. That's Disney because Disney. But I don't think you can blame Disney. Moana for anything wrong with Pixar in my opinion. I mean, it's not Moana's fault. Exactly, like it should exist its own film. You know, people that wanted to make this movie clearly had a a vision in mind, and they and I, I like it. 
Okay. Sorry. You know what? I think I we think, might as well go ahead and get on. I think we might Any as well. last, okay, last thoughts on uh, the short? Anybody? Any last thoughts? Nah. All right. Moving on to Moana synopsis. An adventurous teenager sails out on a daring mission to save her people. During her journey, Moana meets the once mighty demigod Maui, who guides her in her quest to become a master wayfinder. Together they sail across the open ocean on an action-packed voyage, encountering enormous monsters and impossible odds. Along the way, Moana fulfills the ancient quest of her ancestors and discovers the one thing she always sought, her own identity. What does she? No, I'm just playing. playing. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, okay, so first off, round the table real quick. Peter, what did you think of Moana? I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun movie. I... The music was great, and Granny had me tearing up like five, like five times in that film. Like, no yeah. lie. Damn it, yeah, Granny! Absolutely. <laughs> a manta ray of all that kind of threw me Seriously. off. When she came back as a manta ray. I was like, oh, that's not Grand a manta ray. How did I not realize that? <laughs> how did I not realize that that ghost manta ray was her? Like, I feel so dumb. <laughs> you no, should no, be dumb. Did you not? Yeah, especially really? Shut up, Steve. <laughs> especially after like she even pointed out like early in the film, like I, I, I better come back as a manta ray, or else I chose the wrong tattoo. And then when she gets back, I guess I chose the right tattoo. Right, I get it. I get it. It comes from the Ben. Heart. Come on, it, it, I, I don't I blame you, Ben, because it is it isn't exactly <laughs> like a very grandmotherly animal. <laughs> like, like, you know, like I don't know. Like, it's, it's a grandmother's choice. a badass. <laughs> like she can have whatever spirit animal she wants. No, I'm not saying it's just. I don't know. Like, it's just. It. You know, I don't make. I like. I don't see a shark and go, "Oh man, <laughs> Granny, well, maybe how that's are your you?" Cultural perspective, Jack. Okay, clearly it is. Oh <laughs> Jesus Christ! That, yes, that's correct, well, Trevor. Right, let's just. You know, I tried to start this nice and go to somebody else, but it, let let's go ahead and get the negative perspective <laughs> out of the way. Trevor, what did you <laughs> think Mr. about that? Wasn't, that wasn't actually related to my to my. Uh, beef with this movie. No, I know. You're just throwing shade because you're angry. (laughs) 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 To be truly angry about this movie, I think, would be a very uh, uh, ill-spent emotion. Uh, It's not that I'm angry. It's just this has overall been a very odd experience for me because usually when I go to a movie and I don't like it and it's this great thing that everybody's talking about, that's like I'm the only one. But... uh, this is one of the few times when I go to a movie with my family and my girlfriend and we all come out of it and kind of on the same page and that it was just kind of a big meh for all of us. So I don't really know which different points to start on, really. There is a lot so, of... Uh, so but, would you uh, say... So here's my bit, and here's, here's my bit, and then I'm going to put this up to you there. I compare this movie to movies like... Um, Toy Story and some of the best of Pixar and I probably agree with you where that falls down however is comparing it with inside Disney canon it's progressive it's very progressive for women it's also like kind of this continuation of the Frozen theme of reclaiming Disney princesses in a different sort of light and also kind of having a demigod for her to measure up with and find him wanting as opposed to her so like the core no, that's fair. Um, that's very fair. the core of thesis is really good to me that said I agree with you and that it really is just kind of like a like a bog standard adventure quest just through the lens of, of a female uh, protagonist. 
Well, that's why I liked it, because I think it is very standard in that sense, but I don't right. think standard necessarily right. has to be a bad thing, because I think it does all the sort of classic uh, Disney fairy tale storylines But I don't uh, think it does very them well. well. I think it does it totally well, and I think especially what it does well is balance uh, a very capable, well-done male protagonist with a very capable, well-done female protagonist. Usually, one or the other has to suffer. That's one of my big problems with Frozen is that Hans is one of the worst villains in Disney history because he's literally just there for a twist to be like, oh, look how cool we are that uh, falling in love for the first time. Like, we know that that's not cool anymore. I, I'm going to... Uh, Hans I'm gonna... is still a fleshed out character, though. Yeah. Hans is not that's a fleshed a out character. character. Hans <laughs> is a shit character. Hans is a awful character who suddenly goes, I'm evil now because we need a villain all of a sudden. Ha ha ha. Oh. Where this film actually takes the tense to not have a villain. Yeah, sorry. I was it thinking about the It doesn't have a single villain, which is what makes this film so interesting. Everyone yeah, no, has you, Trevor, you're thinking about Kristoff. I mean, I mean yeah, sorry. I always saw Ben, I, I, I'm not going to disagree with you because there isn't technically a vin- villain because it's more the phenomenon and then it's just you know people working against themselves. At the same time, there is a giant volcano monster at the end. Right, but the volcano monster turns out to be. I know, I don't care what it is, though. There is like a murder, villain presence. You know, you don't have to murder it. And <laughs> okay. it's also a, fe- a rare Disney villain that actually has a female villain and a female hero and the way that they solve their issues is through love and not murdering each other versus <laughs> say a female hero and a female villain in uh um the little mermaid which has to involve the man driving a boat into her heart you also know I mean? like, like very phallic symbolism kinda, anyone y- yeah i was <laughs> yeah. about to say have you ever watched that and just been like and he like kind of oomphs as he does it and i'm just like oh <laughs> he totally murders like a drag queen it's really unfortunate yeah he like <laughs> yeah. murders her too it's weird i don't know he like drives the boat Divine. through her genitals her giant <laughs> tentacle genitals <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I, I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah. On that note, shiny is no poor unfortunate souls. No, but I did enjoy That's it just true. for it being basically no, a I'll be honest. I uh, I was not impressed with the giant shiny crab. I mean, he was funny and he it was you know kind of cute nope. for a side villain. But I was like, really, <laughs> like you know, this is this is a really really bad imitation. I should note that. Uh, like, what are you doing? I thought Here's a question. About as I like how uh, Trevor. Hold on, hold on. All right, all right. Everyone, one at a time. Everyone, one at a time. Real yes. quick. Yes. So, go, Sarah. <laughs> I uh, I thought this movie was really good. I'll be honest. I became a little bit less interested in it once Maui showed up. But I think Moana herself was a really good and interesting and well developed character. Okay. And um, we Sarah, keep talking you're done. about comparing. Sarah's sexist. That's okay. okay. We right. got that covered. All right. Moving on to Trevor. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just joking. I love you, Sarah. Um, what? Why do you think he was kind of a suck on the story? I uh, I can't really say. Honestly, maybe it's it wasn't him specifically. Maybe it was that I thought his song was kind of lame, and it led right into the giant crab, which was kind of lame. And yeah. I would just I think you're getting to one of my. It was it was more. It's kind of maybe lame. yeah. Um, but I would I would like to propose instead of comparing this movie to Frozen, why don't we com- try comparing it to Brave? Because there we have a female protagonist who maybe doesn't want to be a princess. Maybe she wants to be a warrior and explore or whatever. And um, I don't know. This movie reminded me a lot more of Brave than it did of Frozen. Even though Frozen was well, more Frozen recent. is an anti-genre piece. 
Right. So this this is a whereas this is a genre piece, or at least an attempt at a return to form. Right. While it does this ironic edge and pop culture jokes, like the first joke Maui makes, which is tweeting. Tweeting. Yeah, that joke's horrible. Which is a horrible joke. Yeah, it was terrible. That joke is awful. I was really freaked out when I saw that joke in the trailer. I, I have to admit, I was kind of like, "Yeah." Oh. I saw a clip of that, and I was like, "Oh God!" Yeah. <laughs> no. and, and, and yet, and yeah. yet, and yet, when I saw it, there was one guy who, there was one guy in my theater who, for some reason, l- absolutely loved that joke. Like, I, I th- there was actually a couple of jo- a couple of jokes that, that that were done in the film, and it's like he was like the loudest laugher. And it's like at one point, at one point, at one point, I, I looked, I looked in his direction. And I was like, "Damn, dude, it's not that funny. Shut the fuck up." <laughs> I had a similar experience yeah. with in my theater when there was a kid that laughed at the at the at the peeing joke in, in the warm in the current. Whenever he's trying to teach her how to do the current, and, oh, yeah. Yeah. and one kid like really got that joke. <laughs> he he's saw like, himself oh my God. in that moment. <laughs> He saw himself. He soiled himself. I've done that before. Ah! Sorry, Jack. You had, had another point. No, I, I I was just saying, I I don't find anything wrong with it just being a basic genre piece. I think like um, you can't keep you can't do the Shrek thing, and I think that's that's kind of the thing is like you know Shrek went so anti-genre, eventually it became a genre unto itself. And what, it, like Shrek's, I have to admit, Shrek's fall from grace is one of the most disgusting fall from graces that I've ever seen of any genre, of any uh, genre like bending thing. Because the original is like shot, yeah. like it was taking a piss on Disney, and the second one's taking a piss as well. I really actually I really like the second Shrek movie, and then the third is like eh, and then the fourth is like the worst piece of filth i've ever seen and and i i no it's it's like it's it's dirty like it's like dirty it is like mind poison like it's it's it is gross like i'm sorry i don't mean to like like they make taco jokes and it's just oh god it's just the worst oh but so the i point think i should give y'all a better um jumping off point on why i'm so negative on no 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 on okay no i'm talking here i'm talking here give me just too many he has to do his shrek rant i know i just can let me rant about shrek for fuck's sake specifically um, shrek 4 <laughs> at the big point is the reason that i'm tying this into that is because uh, disney has a couple of options here it can go continue to be a genre parodying piece until it becomes a parody of itself essentially or it can try to recreate the disney magic of before and i think that they went the obvious route and tried to recreate classic Disney things and then just shelled it by giving an adventure series essentially to a female character and doing new innovative things especially with as as great as that like gen, like Disney has recognized that there's a market here to repackage classical male stories and deliver them to female girls as and kind of in shell classical princesses in this idea of like you know adventurous princesses and i think that's the cool thing and it's a really great way of repackaging their classical arc and doing that so disney doing this makes a lot of sense to me and is good but i think the ultimate thing is that the movie is very i think repackaging is a is a the key word for me there yeah. Okay. I think I think that's fair. I think and I think that's the thing is like I honestly think you know for a girl that might be experiencing this first time, I want to take like if I had a daughter, I want to take her to this, and I want her to have her first kind of like experience experiencing like a strong female protagonist. And this goes back to this is the plan, as opposed to 
I don't know. I mean, but saying it's you know, not new under the sun is kind of silly because we don't really have uh, like media for children with strong female protagonists like this. Like, you know, people talk about that- like Tangled and the Frog and what, what, what the fuck the Frog one was. I don't I really don't care. Um, <laughs> Princess and the well, Frog. So far, a strong female protagonist sounds like the most innovative thing about this movie. Well, okay, and that's. Mm-hmm. Well, I, don't I mean, think I'll be quite honest. Innovative. Being the uh, being Trevor, the only, I think, uh, you can tell a. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Are you gonna privilege drop, uh, I, I, Sarah? I think... No, no. Let's hear Sarah's privilege drop. I want to hear this. Okay. Okay. Well, being the only woman on this cast currently, I'm gonna <laughs> just speak up and say this. When I was little, um, I don't know if this has to do with being a lesbian or just you know being a girl who got you know all the princess movies shoved down my throat at a young age when I would like you know when you're a kid you play pretend and you pretend to be characters from movies and tv shows that you see right like that's a thing or at least it was for me but when I would play pretend as a kid I never wanted to be the princess I wanted to be the hero of the story but there were never any girl heroes in stories so I didn't have that option it's like oh we're gonna play pretend well I'm gonna be Aladdin or I'm gonna be I don't know. I don't know. Some generic Prince Charming person. (laughs) But with this movie, girls finally get the opportunity to, you know, this movie and Brave, like I said, girls finally get the opportunity to be the hero of their own story. And I think that's a great thing. I. (laughs) Well, I don't disagree with that. None of us, none, no one disagrees with that, Sarah. I don't think that. Sarah, I think Trevor has a good a, point. It doesn't have to be a good movie. I don't think it's a good, good movie. movie, though. Yeah, I, I think. Well, I also think, uh, does Trevor, does something always have to be innovative? I don't disagree with something innovative. No, and let me back up. I think because a classic I, story. I didn't yeah, yeah, he's trying to, to be. We, we're not giving him a chance to, to defend himself. Let's yeah, go, Trevor. I, okay, I, I think I need to talk about it, my expectations going into this film. I expected this from the way it was marketed and just the music and whatnot for this to be a return to form for Disney in the style of the musicals of, you know, the Disney Renaissance in the 90s that we all grew up with. And uh, while that might be a bit of a naive expectation, I did not even like the music. I thought the direction of the way that the music was incorporated into the film wasn't motivated there were times when it was just like, oh, we're doing a song now, like when she meets Maui for the first time that felt totally obligatory. And there were other times when, like, she's singing her I Want song as she's leaving the island, for instance, that could have been a lot more powerful if she was actually singing it and we see her singing it. But instead we hear, like, her voice in her head as she's doing things. And it's just another example of how this wasn't directed very well for me. And then just... The songs are totally forgettable on top of that. I didn't think the songs were very powerful or memorable at all. So I agree with you. And I think for me, the issue is like when you, and this comes back and I hate to bring, keep bringing up Pixar movies. Cause you brought even up brave Sarah, but the issue is that yes. everything in brave and everything in Pixar movies and everything in kind of these better versions of the same movie, like everything ties back into core themes and it's illustrative of a deep like and a deep emotional piece it's the difference between reading like harry potter and reading like great gatsby everything means something and everything has a point and that's the thing is that stupid crab thing doesn't have a point <laughs> like like and, the, and like that's some true. of the songs and that's and i think that's the big thing is like for me like i'm not agree i'm i'm gonna agree with frozen and and the renaissance of like the disney princess i think it's cool and i think they ex- deserve to exist i think we can still criticize and come here and say like you know 
this is not Wally. This is not Toy Story. This is not, you know, the Pixar Renaissance. And uh, and I think that's my again that comes back around to my whole point is that you know Pixar is going to go away because of this. And I think it's pretty clear that we're just going to get you know Disney's going to pick over the grave of Pixar um, properties, keep releasing Cars three and four, and that's that's it for that and that creative well is going to run dry while they force the creative minds to reinterpret classical disney things uh to make really great uh, dolls to sell to girls and i think that's not necessarily it's it's not as corporately evil as per se some other genres <laughs> like it's you know it's actually weird to say that like you know disney like is doing a good thing by doing a bad thing but you know things can be you know complicated like that you know like they're doing a terrible mm-hmm. thing but also doing a really good thing at the same time and i think it's i think that's I the thing is like we, we have to sell like there is something really bad happening here but there's also something you know really good at the same time <laughs> i think that's well that's the thing with uh it's very interesting about the polynesian take on this film yeah is that i've heard a lot of people say that uh it means a lot to them to see polynesian stories yeah being represented that it's a really beautiful representation of their culture and i've also seen polynesian politicians be like yeah polynesians really fucking poor and you guys never care about us but to visit us for our pretty islands and then leave and don't help us and it's like yeah it's kind of both you know what i mean it's like disney in a sense taking a culture and making their own and selling toys out of it and also representing the culture in a faithful beautiful way and it can be both but that's always been the weird icky part of disney yeah it's 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 just it's just repackaging it's like it's like it's here it's you know it's part of america it's here and it's bad and it's good at the same times and it's beautiful and terrible and oh man this is is is, i think which is uh, princess and the frog this feels like a flashback to that for me and I don't understand why oh, this movie is supposedly better, better than. Princess oh God, the Frog. it's way better. Oh, I think and it's way better. And and that's the thing is for Princess for the Frog to me and and tell me if I'm wrong, but for me it feels like an attempt to reach out to a social group in a ham-handed, terrible way. Yes. Oh, totally. Yeah. That that yeah. yeah. The parallel that, for me is like not having a story to tell, though. I feel like it is like they obviously put a lot of love and creativity into representing those different cultural elements, but I don't think anyone had a story to tell at the very core of it this movie had no heart for me there was none of that like he's, disney magic he, there was he's no not, actual was underlying story to tell he, well I, I, the, what is the god and 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 coming together and returning the stone mean overall ben like and that's my bit is like I, I agree with ben and i agree with trevor i mean sorry trevor fuck um i agree with trevor that like it doesn't really mean anything other than like the strictest interpretation of one of their myths um, I think it means uh, a discovery of who you are, and it's a classic Disney parallel, but I think it's always a good one to do, and I think it is a story about teamwork, and the fact that, and I think in particular, it's a story about how good people with good intentions create bad things, which I think is definitely something that's hard to tell people, which is that Maui took these things because he was abandoned by his parents. Like, that's such a dark, modern take on a very classic Oedipal Greek version. I know I'm using like European styles. I'm sorry about it's that. Okay. But it's a classic fine. monomyth. How about that? No, no. Monomyth. I mean, it's it, we, it's a, how we it's how we thing. interpret academic. We can't we we're, we're Western scholars. I mean, we're, we're yeah, not scholars, but we just we can't we can't unknow our own dictionary terms to like describe something. Oh. I, uh, no, so, I don't so think for that. But uh, yeah. but but that's the that's it's all part of the same sort of Joseph Campbell monomyth thing of the abandoned child who then destroys things uh, to sort of take it back, but in a much more sort of modern psychoanalytical way, which I thought was so great. And I think it's so great that it's all about creating a whole and repairing 
damage that was done and that it isn't about like an evil that's why the crab sucks i agree yeah. <laughs> it's like it's yeah. not just a guy who wants fish um but uh well, he's filling the void the actual with material villain position, is someone position. who had her heart taken out and has to be repaired by another woman i think that's such a beautiful thing that a woman who was essentially raped by a man has to be made whole by another woman whoa. i think there's something whoa. beautiful that's oh, that's did you read that lad like that that's how I felt. I mean, it was a similar idea of like this woman who was, uh, in a sense, ravaged by a man in Ooh. one way or another. An event, and I can oh. read another way with environmentalism. I, I just, uh, 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 I never. Uh, uh, I'm gay, and I never I, got that. I'm flo. I, I mean, I'm just gonna say, like, I just, I just got floored because I don't know. I don't yeah. even know how to respond. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to pick my jaw up from the floor. I'm having. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think I don't know if I was an asshole or not. I, I mean, I don't think you're an asshole. No, for it was brilliant. Something. No, I mean, if, I just. You see it. It's you know, it's there. Yeah, exactly. But. If you see it, it's there. I just. Yeah. I just that's that's like way I think that's darker why than me, I think. That ending hit me so well because I would agree I was probably on more of like an, oh, it's can, okay. Can I just solid, make a suggestion? You know, footing, can we not? That ending hit me. I I do think what you're talking about is there, especially with like the father figure and like a return to female dominated versus male dominated society. I think that might be more of what we're seeing. Or more just I don't even see a cohabitation. Rape. I don't know. I, I mean, I see females as wronged by males, maybe. Yeah, I mean, but that takes rape is a, rape. a word oh. in terms of just any sort of environmental taking. Well, yeah, I mean, no, not not sexual, yeah. but you know, a, a violation of some kind. Yeah, I mean, I want to yeah. say violate. I'm sorry. I agree with the. Ah, oh, man, fuck, guys. Uh. Maui, I, I agree <laughs> with you, Ben. I really love that moment that Maui has. I just don't think that it comes full circle. I don't think the payoff is there for him. I, I mean, he has the whole thing with the fish hook, but as far as like good intentions gone bad, he just, I mean, when he can, is when he meets her at the end, he dick? says like, I had no, uh, yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> don't think about it too totally hard. <laughs> Does she return? Does she bite off and then return his dick? Oh boy! Now we're getting into the real episode. No, no, she I does not. I refuse. Why is Let's this? Let's not go back to classes, class. I don't. I, I refuse to read into it that far. Uh, he turns into an owl. What does that mean? <laughs> Make it stop! Make it stop! No, no, we've academicked it. We've ruined it. <laughs> I'm sorry. At least like, we I, made it interesting. So the Fury I, I, Road I reference. <laughs> That was funny. There was a Fury <laughs> Road <laughs> reference. So let's get it back on track, guys. Sorry, I'm, I, I have to admit that that did floor me, and I think that's a thing. Is like maybe maybe it is like I'm not reading into this movie because I'm not giving it the respect I give to Pixar movies. I I think you. Sh- I I agree that the cannibalization sucks, but I think it maybe just has to be something that you have to kind of accept. Because I and, and that's and I, you know, and I said that going. I in. agree, it's really frustrating. But I, I, if this is the movie they're going to put all their energy into, okay, you yeah. Know, like, and I agree, maybe I want Pixar to have that energy too, and maybe Pixar takes certain kind of risks that Disney doesn't. But I also think Disney sometimes takes risks that Pixar does. I, so. I agree with that. I don't know because I don't think Pixar takes as many like um, risks, especially with like their heroes and and representation and sexual representation. Yeah, and I don't things. think they've ever done like the Zootopia thing of like, oh, we're doing like a whole racial. <laughs> Metaphor. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think anyone would, would ever have done Polynesia or anything like that. I mean, I, th- I think that's just like being a smaller company and wanting to, especially in the case of Pixar, what they're very, very good at is is um, is personification of objects and different things is representative, which I think is 
I, I prefer, but maybe that's just me being white and able to make everything white. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, I think, <laughs> no, I just, I, I'm saying like, you know, it's the personification. Well, more of, universal, I think, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I, like, we all have emotions, you know? Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, many I of guess, us aren't Polynesian. And maybe, maybe that's just, yeah, exactly. Like everything about Pixar tends to be more universal, but doesn't focus on specific uh, racial issues or anything like that. I, I mean, I don't know if that's more of a risk in terms of this. I definitely think the sexual politics that that Disney's recently brought up are, are definitely groundbreaking. But that being said, um, I, I and I said it at the beginning of the cast, I have no issue with Moana. I have I have issues. All my issues with this movie are like the background mechanics of what's happening. I understand, which that. is which is nice which is not a weird with, like, with Marvel, because I think everyone will be shocked like, when I score this movie because I have a high score uh, for it. <laughs> I, mean, I I agree I agree with Trevor's criticism. I don't think it's as as I don't think it's a problematic like because I've given you know let's be honest it's like if I'm giving Doctor Strange has similar um, underlying issues of like thematic nature in that and there's like asides that just don't make any sense. Um, so if I'm having an issue with Moana's asides that don't necessarily make any. <sighs> the Moana certainly has more of them, to my mind. There are there are just like asides that make no I sense. I think the pacing and, and was an issue too, and we haven't spoke, no. spoken to that yet. I think the pacing is is pretty is pretty strong. Hmm. Okay, well, we'll sorry. I, 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 sorry <laughs> I, do you disagree, Ben? No, I thought it was pretty strong. I mean, I think we're all coming down just that that crap. That stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> like, question. I, what was yeah. Maui doing whenever he went off? So that Moana could have her dark moment with her grandmother, where she <laughs> regrets. Was he just doing whatever Han Solo did before? He's got a he jacket. He had to he's got to go jacket, dude. Yeah, dude, he's got a jacket. Exactly. Gotta go jacket. Gotta go jacket. Gotta go jacket. What are you? What are you doing? This dude's been on a raft for this girl for three days, and he and she's playing hard to get, dude. He's gotta no. go jacket. No. <laughs> you see That's the size of his forearms? That's where no. it happened. It happened off screen. Okay. He's gotta go polish his fish hook. <laughs> No. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> hey, you made Sarah laugh. I think you won. <laughs> All right, that, that clears it up. That answers my yep. cool. question. I can give this film a good score now. Okay. Good. All right, ten out of Glad. ten. Perfect. Score. Yeah. <laughs> Fish hook polishing the movie. <laughs> oh Lord. We Seriously, are not. No. <laughs> Go ahead, he just Trevor. comes in at the last minute, just so that he can come in at the last minute to save the day. It makes no sense. I well, I think that's the thing is that honestly, doesn't he doesn't even save the day. Like she could have done this entire thing without Maui. Yeah, and she could have done it without I the boat too, because she could have done it with just the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the ocean was was frustratingly not helpful. Sometimes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Then yeah. whenever the boat oh, breaks, the ocean really just like lifts her up and well. carries her, and you're like, but. Okay. <laughs> yeah, can't you just like make her like a like a fucking submarine and send her in there? Like what? What's what? Like and then literally the monster. Well, no, because she has to do it herself, and like, that what? makes her more powerful. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, it's very mythological. I think you have to go with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, no, it's, it's just I, like I'm nitpicking. I know I'm nitpicking. I just thought it was no, funny. Uh, no. I don't disagree with you though because I think there's a strong sense through this movie that like a lot of the like the internal mechanics 
are very like you know it's very like classical like you know I, Tre- trevor like anime referencing like you know <laughs> their power skill set like tends to spike in in important moments you'll notice it fluctuates that fluctuates quite a bit <laughs> it, it'll desert them at like other terrible moments and and just to create like drama and stuff and i'm just like yeah. uh i'm not sure especially with maui he's like oh, i can't shape ship now and i'm like what and like, what do you mean like the ocean can shoot blow darts and what the fuck okay whatever um, I, I don't know. I do have a problem with the cosmology of the film. I have a problem with like, cause I do think there's like the, especially with the crab, but I think all around the crab, there's like a, there's like a 30 minute block in there. That's just dead boring. No, it isn't tied in. I agree. The crab is filling up like the hole in his heart with material possessions. That's, that's what the crab <sighs> is doing. That's we, we figured that out. We made a reason for the crab to be there. Cool. It's a yeah. stupid reason. <laughs> <laughs> it is a stupid. I, reason. I, I mean, even if they're, even if there is a reason, I mean, the crab bit is just stupid. I mean, but otherwise, everything around it is pretty strong for me. I have to say. <sighs> All right, let's go ahead and move on to scores, guys. All right, All right. let's go ahead and do this math. Right, <sighs> got it. All right, first, <laughs> up, Peter, <laughs> what, do you, what do you give Moana? Seven point five. I thought the visuals were great. I enjoyed the music. I enjoyed the music, especially the song. I think it's. I think on the soundtrack, it's called. It's called the way. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm, it's, I'm the, it's the totally one by Lin. It's the one by the guy that wrote Hamilton. Yeah, that's yeah. the best one. Yeah, it repeats four times. Yeah, it, yeah that one's yeah. good. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but I also enjoy Moana's song, Trevor. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, can I be honest? He I is like her not song a great too. I just wish she vocalist. sang it. I honestly was, I saw Hamilton in Chicago. Didn't you hear that? Um, I'm going to name drop again. But anyways, I saw Hamilton in Chicago second time. Um, but when uh, I saw it, they had like go. the understudy guy. I know, go fuck myself. But they had the understudy guy, and I was kind of like, I kind of pref- prefer his singing. Because <laughs> 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 he was, it, I don't mean to be mean, but he was just like, he was like, he's, you know, he's not like, he didn't write it. He's just like a, an actor and a singer. And I just felt like he was a little bit, stronger than Lin-Manuel Miranda and I think he's amazing I think he's amazing and I think he's like a literally a visionary of a, as a writer I just wish he would <laughs> go write things <laughs> be a better singer well he didn't want to sing on this he just did demos but they liked his voice so much for the you know your way that they he got he got angry sing. after he didn't win a Tony that's that's pretty unfortunate um, I understand but I'm saying at least for this he didn't want to be on the soundtrack but they were like you should be on the soundtrack. No, and I agree with that. I agree with that too. He Hamilton like, is so ah, his. Like, and I think it's nice to see artists like claim their stuff in that way. Yeah. Anyways. Wasn't Peter rating this? <laughs> yeah, Peter is 7. Peter 5. gave it a seven point five. Cool. All right. Yeah, seven point five. Visuals were awesome, music was great, and I had fun. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, Peter. No, you're good. I love you. Love you're you amazing. <laughs> Peter and I know I, I asked this purely because you're black. Um, do you like Princess? Do you like Princess and the Frog? Yes and no. Yes because it's like yay Tiana, but no because it's like most of the time she's a fucking frog. What the shit, Disney? <laughs> yeah. What the that fuck, Disney? Yeah. Even even, yeah. even even in two thousand when even in two thousand whenever that film came out, you still can't see us as any more than animals, you oh, fuckers. Shit. Oh wow. Oh, oh shit. There have been some readings in this episode. What? Apparently, like there is some mixed up feelings about Disney out there. This is like a Moana is like a movie about like reclaiming rape and 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 Princess of the. Oh God, I can't even. Can't do it. I, w- I will admit though that reading was like an extreme reach but still 
Yeah. That's what I'm all about. Woo! <laughs> okay, Sarah. <laughs> What's up? Right, what as I score? sink further into my chair from oh my that, God. that reading that just happened. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, I love Tiana. I think she's That wonderful. was intense. Um, no, but I am sorry, Peter. Yeah, that I, I, like, I, only, I only asked you because you're black. That was really bad of me. Well, you openly asked. You openly said you were like demanding he black explain something to you. No, so I know. I agree. I, I, I mean, I mean I'm not going to just be like at the end. I was like, oh, Peter, what did you think of Princess I mean, and I the mean, Frog? Because I really don't give a shit about And it's not like he was asking me to explain for every black person. He was just like for you specifically, personally, right. because you're here and I know right. you're a friend. Right. Okay. He wasn't like as the mayor of Black. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll have you know, I am the mayor of white people. We have some shit to explain. <laughs> Sarah, you're up next. Please, please make my suffering right. end. <laughs> Hurry, Sarah. But we enjoy making you suffer, Jack. Um, no, but I, uh, I give Moana a uh, a seven out of ten. As Peter said, the visuals were great. Um, some of the music was great. Some of the music was mediocre, i.e. Maui's song, i.e. the Crab's song. I didn't really care. Um, and uh, yay, female empowerment. Okay, Ben, you're up next. Uh, Alan Tudyk played a chicken. So this is a yes, he Wait, did. He's a chicken? <laughs> Alan Tudyk was a chicken, like, and when he and when he did that (laughs) scream and how like each time the coconut comes up, like he gets like he reaches a higher pitch. Like I'm sitting there, like I was sitting there in the theater thinking, this is the same man. How was he doing? There's a great if you haven't seen it's a real. The guy sitting next to me must have been like, why is this girl laughing so hard? And I'm just thinking like Alan Tudyk is making these noises. <laughs> there's a there's a great clip online. I recommend everyone look up where Alan Tudyk is basically going like, buck, 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 buck. and he looks in the camera, and goes, "I went to Juilliard." <laughs> <laughs> ah, my goodness! It's um, but yeah, I, I, I'm alongside uh, Peter. I give it a seven point five. Um, like I said, I think there was. It's a very standard story. I definitely agree. It's a very standard story. But I think there's enough interesting things about the dynamic between men and women, and my far-reaching and analogies that I got that no one else got. <laughs> and uh, the uh, I did enjoy the music tour for the most part. Though I do agree it wasn't enough and wasn't as as powerful as I was hoping for. Um, there was at least enough good songs that I, I enjoyed, and I thought it was just visually engaging, and I liked uh, the pace of it quite a bit. And yeah, it just was a really good ride, though maybe. In terms of like, if we're gonna rank all the Disney animated films, which isn't fair, but I'm gonna do it. I would say Price of is just a little bit better than this, but I liked this end a lot. So, even if they are cannibalizing, I do like their their new slate of films quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, and I think this is the bit. I like can confirm over- that the drum in the cave was accurate. I interned at a music museum last summer, and there was an um, Asian Pacific Island section of the museum and there was a drum that looked exactly like the one Moana played in the cave and I realized that's a very small pretty insignificant thing but it made me happy because it showed that the people at Disney Pixar actually did their research for this and they didn't give her some like standard drum it's like no we're giving you an actual Pacific Island drum and it was good and it made me happy 
I mean, I hate to say this, but they sh- they have like shorts of them like doing their research like in Hawaii, and I'm like, oh yeah, y'all y'all are y'all are working hard. Like, mm. <laughs> mm. yeah, they, yeah, they're they, like, <laughs> yeah, they they did they did five they did, I think they did like five years of like of like do, of research trips to like Fiji, Samoa, and Tahiti. Like they oh, wow. did homework. <laughs> like they yeah. did homework. And I know I'm t- I'm making fun of them, but they're, they 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 really did do like they did like archaeological research and everything, and they literally took them out on boats and showed them how they worked it's 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 there's there's a certain level of authenticity that's kind of insane um but uh yeah that's good though i'm really pleased they did that no i think so too and i think i think it's clear that even though it is like i think it's clear because that um you know polynesian people are like really accepting this movie um and i think that's really clearly because they've like interpreted the culture well and interpreted the mythology well to my mind i can't i can't honestly speak uh for anyone but i i see it i see it as that when you know okay cool we don't yeah i had there's no polynesian person on the cast that i can like ask like i just asked peter so cool racism <laughs> over <laughs> trevor <laughs> we solved it. trevor <laughs> trevor <laughs> what do you give it well, apparently there's something terribly wrong with me. Um, no, no, no. So, it's your opinion. No, no one's going to get mad at you. We're never mad at you. Yeah, we love you. No, yeah. I know. I know. I know. Um, I'm going to give it a 5.5. 5. What the uh, fuck, Trevor? Yeah. <laughs> you can use positive Damn it, score. Ben. You, That's shocking. You, yeah. You, you can all call me uh, anti-progressive now. Um, no. I was no. expecting you to give it like a three. Look, look, this Ghostbusters is fine. was technically progressive. Yeah, like yeah. I was about to say, like especially as much as you built this up, I've kind of feel like cock teased a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were going like some fours and threes. Like there, I, I was like, what? <laughs> no, I mean you're like I'm like one point off you. Like what the fuck? <laughs> it's it's not. Well, I just I don't ever care to see this movie again. I uh, you know, but Ooh, I didn't actively a... dislike sitting through it. I just didn't really take anything away from it um i do respect that it's done like a lot of care and effort and work went into it it just doesn't really add up to anything for me and it's not necessarily that i need every movie i go to see to have something terribly original and innovative about it i respect formula done well i just i guess i need for as much care and work that went into this and being disney for it to be done really well and this is just really mediocre formula for me so 5.5 5.5 it is. Okay. Uh, I'm one point up at 6.5, so I'm between uh, Ben. I'm 0.5 lower than uh, Sarah and uh, a point above Trevor. So I, I take this as very positive. I take it. I, I fully admit that I'm highly affected about the background information, and I can't separate the two. So I, I fully admit that I'm entirely biased. Um, by the fact that I think that Pixar is dying by the light of this new breed of movies, even if I admit that everything about these new movies is a great new thing that's advancing the hell out of the Disney canon overall, and a great rebirth for Disney overarchingly. I just think it's it's nice when things uh, can be new and different and have different blood, and I... Uh, I kind of miss that a little bit. And so I think that that's kind of just, it's just, it's affecting me in a negative way towards viewing this movie. Um, I think it's great. I think that elements of it are bad. And I think there's like, a, there is like, I'm sorry, like it's a 30 to 45 minute block in the middle of the movie that's just straight bad. Um, and there are some deadpanner jokes. Um, I did not read <laughs> all of Ben's uh, rape metaphors. And I think that if I had taken some of that and caught some of that, it would have. Uh, 
um, helped my sting of comparison to uh, the Pixar movies as a whole, as which is what's uh, I think primarily hurting me is a lack of a, of a of a distinctive core narrative, uh, th- like a really really strong narrative theme that's applied to people's lives that I can or modern lives that I can uh, take away from it. Um, which and, and I, I agree, people think that there are so people can disagree with me, but I didn't get it. And I think that's the thing is it's either me being affected by the outside thing or it's just not as strong as per se a Wally, um, which is what I think is probably to me is what more likely the case, but I could be wrong. But so 6.5, which brings the total score for the movie gang podcast for Moana up to a 6.8. Um, which I am going to uh, round up to a seven. How's that sound to you guys? Sounds great. That's what uh, I voted. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Too so high. Pretty good. Just What's too high? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I you respect the consensus. Gonna, you knew where he was going to be there. All right. So my bet got thrown off for this week because apparently, uh, unfortunately, Next week, um, it, it will, we will not have the release of the Rotten Tomato score reviews for Rogue One. Um, and there's not really any great movies coming out next week, so we can't really do any box office scores. So I'm going to take myself out of the running this week, and I'm going to do a non-biased uh, vote. So over the weekend, I took home a, uh, a gallon of stuffing, a two bags of uh, turkey, um, about, a, about almost like a whole turkey, and uh, um, was that Sarah? Uh, on the Google Doc, you took Ben out of the running instead of yourself. <laughs> oh, cool. All right, thanks. Let's see how it is. You can just see how it is. Okay. Well done. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm taking myself out. Um, sorry. That distracting <laughs> moment is over. Um, anyways, the whole point is that I took home two big bags of turkey, a, a gallon of stuffing, uh, a thing, a, a Tupperware full of uh, creamy mashed potatoes and creamed corn and a sweet potato and two bags of little bread yeasty rolls. Now... I've been wow. eating on it all weekend, and I've done about three meals out of it. And I'm going to – I due to the tightness of my budget this month and certain updating processes that I'm doing on gear and otherwise, I'm going to be have to eat as much of this as possible and make it go as long as possible over the coming week. So the bet for this week is how long and what day will I run out of Thanksgiving leftovers this week? Huh. When did you buy them? So I had the Thanksgiving leftovers were giving to me on Thanksgiving, Sarah. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, it, it sounded to me like you went and you bought some of these. No, things. no, 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 no. This is like sweet potato okay. and rolls and everything that was given to me on Thanksgiving. Keeping in mind that it has been uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and today is Sunday. So how many days this week can I make these Thanksgiving leftovers last? Hmm. Oh wow, my dumb, my my dumbass because of how because of how we've uh, done our best. So what what like days? What started days off with the dollar sign? Uh, don't make me. <laughs> uh, <okay>. Math. <laughs> there. Oh wow, no, I need a date. I'm an idiot. You don't need a date, just the day of the week. Okay, cool. Well, then I'm good. Send it. Okay. And where's Peter? Oh, cool. Good. All yep. right, so right now, uh, Ben and uh, Sa- I mean Trevor and Sarah say Tuesday. 
Peter says Thursday, and Ben says Friday. Now I will be eating strongly you, all week, and we will see what we can do. Um, but if you're dissatisfied with this bet, don't worry. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> this is because Rogue One will not drop their Rotten Tomato scores till next week, so you can blame them for this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They're jerks who can uh, who can get away with not having Rotten Tomato scores because they know everyone's going to go see it because it's called Star Wars. Who gives exactly. a fuck anyways? It's not like it's up to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, whoa. Oh, hello. Okay, sorry. Moving on. So, for... <laughs> sorry, this has been a shit show. All right, last week we bet what would be the opening weekend box office for Moona. Peter said $65 million. Sarah said $90 million. Jack said $100 million. Myself said $100 million. And Trevor said $130 million. The Moana opening weekend box office at this point, according to Box Office Mojo, is $81 million. That means, Sarah, you have earned the rights and responsibility to plug whatever you want and to plug the uh, Tuscan Shed Media Network and all our affiliate shows and to rant about whatever you want and everyone else has to shut the fuck up. So, Sarah, take it away. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you, Jack. My uh, my plug this week will be very brief because uh, I wasn't really expecting to win this bet, uh, but I did. Um, so I will just say that I have recently finished season one of the television show Supergirl, uh, because it is on Netflix this week, and I really enjoyed it a lot more than I was expecting to. There was a lot of, I mean, there there was, you know, a few moments of the, you know, sort of cutesy, girly feel that I was kind of dreading and expecting from this show, but really, for me, it's it's almost sort of like, I don't know, to, to call it the new Buffy might be too strong, but that sort of feeling of, you know, there's a you know, female protagonist and she's actually powerful and making a difference in the world and it's great. Um, so I haven't started watching the second season yet, even though that's what's currently airing on television. Um, but I have high hopes for it and I hope it does well. And I'm really enjoying Supergirl so far on the CW. So that's it for my plug or rant or whatever. So now I will encourage you to go to oh, go head on over to tuscanshed.com to find all of our podcasts. Over there you'll find our Movie Gang podcast that you're hopefully listening to right now. Um, you'll also find the Save Point Gamecast, which talks about video games. You will find Geek Space Nine, which is the discovery and or rediscovery of the classic Star Trek series Deep Space Nine. Uh, you will find uh, A Feast for Bros, which is our review of the television series Game of Thrones, which is currently on hiatus, but you can find our reviews of each episode of Season 6 over there. And you can also find Animania, where Jack, Trevor, and I get uh, start watching anime shows, and we give quick looks at things from the beginning of the anime season, and also do full reviews of shows at the end of each woo season. Woo-woo! Um, <laughs> uh, you can also find um, our articles and blog posts on that website. With website. <laughs> 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 what a diss to our website. Right? <laughs> it's a website. I'm sorry. Is there something you want to tell us, Sarah? 
I've, <laughs> I've had too much wine. Don't listen to me. Um, Drunk lesbianshed.com. <laughs> yes. I, I don't disagree with, with, with Jack on this one. Um, but yes, tuscanshed.com is where you can find all of these lovely things. Uh, you can also check out our Facebook pages for, I think, each of the podcasts that I just mentioned, or at least most of them. And um, that is the conclusion of the Movie Gang <laughs> podcast review of Moana. Thank you, everyone, Welcome for listening. Welcome to the conclusion of the podcast. Podcast! Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Keep that oh, my God, in. Yeah. You have to. <laughs> <laughs>